it is Bruno. It's another day, another episode of Bruno Explains It All, starting now. Alrighty, I am back. It is Bruno and I want to welcome you all again. I want to give you again a special, special thank you from the bottom of my heart. Season 2 is going strong. We are celebrating over 300 plus downloads. We're almost, I think, at 350 now for a small show who does very little to promote. I want to thank everybody who's come across the show and kept coming back. I want to thank everybody, all my close friends and family and people who follow me online who taking a chance on this project this sort of outlet right i am super appreciative i want to thank you all to all the countries i think we've hit 24 countries i think 23 23 countries over over 20 plus states so i want to thank everybody again we are celebrating a new achievement i've been trying my best guys to really give you consistent content something that's entertaining sometimes enlightening informative i try to do a little bit of everything and not sort of put myself or this program into a certain box where we're just doing one thing and sticking to i don't know a boring template i'm a creature that i hate routine I really do. After a while, it feels like prison. I always try to switch things up every so often. Try to get out there, travel, take a break, almost do like a reset. My birthday is coming soon. I My birthday is in May 22nd. I will be turning 37 years young and I'm celebrating it by taking a trip to Puerto Rico. So at the end of May, Puerto Rico, I will be seeing you. Anybody who listens to me in Puerto Rico, please reach out. I would love to meet you guys. Maybe interview, have you on the program as a guest. Please hit us up. And yeah, let's let's meet. Let's be one. All right, so this episode should be, a, I think, a funny one. Um, it's entitled Bad Day Nights, right? We've all had them, whether they're good or bad experience. We've all been on dates, right? Straight, gay, from the twinks to the teens and the seniors in between, right? Today, we're going to be reliving some bad moments. Good people had to endure on their quest for love. Wild stories collected from all over the world and the internet, plus some juicy personal stories all coming up. I want to break into a quick song for everybody who listens 
listens to us on Spotify. Bruno explains it all uncut. I want to thank you all too. This is a new track, I believe, off the Miley Cyrus Endless Summer Vacation album, right? Just came out. Pretty cool, solid pop record, right? Um, you should all, if you're a Miley fan or a pop music, into pop music, you should definitely check it out. This next song is called Rivers. And again, it is sung and performed by Miley Cyrus. So we are back. That was Miley Cyrus again with Rivers. It's a pretty cool track. I think she just did the video. If I'm right, my husband was watching it the other day and I saw bits and pieces. But then again, I could be wrong. If it's a black and white video with a whole bunch of men, then she definitely has a video, right? So kudos to her, her work, great music. I'm a big music head, so I listen to a little bit of everything. So guys, today's episode, right? It's about bad dates. And every time I've been on a bad date, I've always thought to myself, do the dickheads of the world know just how bad they are at dating? Like these people, whether they're men, women, gay, straight, fat, skinny, orange, white, black, or blue, I don't care who you are. Do these people know just how bad they are? Are they going out of their way to make a bad impression? Is it all a joke or some sort of social experiment to them? These are the things that keep like rolling through my head and I always thought it, it was a great conversation. Dating could be so horrible, honestly. Uh, a really terrifying experience for a lot of people and it has been for a lot of people that there are people who have sworn off dating completely. I guess they're just gonna I don't know, fuck their way to marriage without properly dating. Because how will they ever vet someone into being a good partner is beyond me if you don't formally date or get to know someone however you want to define it. So guys, let's jump into our collection of bad dates. Help me God. So our first story goes like this. It wasn't necessarily the date which was bad on its own, but the fact that she hung out in my parking lot for two hours after she dropped me off in case I changed my mind about doing something after dinner. Crazy bitch, she would not get a second date from me. Second one, back in college, I was invited to an ice rink with a girl I like her and some of her friends. I did not know how to ice skate and I did not pick it up very quickly, but I wanted to try to impress her somehow. God, it does not seem like it's going well. Well, I hugged the wall the whole time and made a fool of myself. The highlight was when I saw a flash of light as I fell in front of a group of people. Turns out I had fallen right at the moment someone took a picture, so my failure was immortalized forever. She took me back to my apartment and ended the relationship before it began. Wow. On a lighter note, the woman who is now my wife was at the ice rink on that night. We didn't realize we were there at the same time until a year or two into our relationship, and she exclaimed, You were the guy who couldn't ice skate. Yeah, she didn't seem that into you. That was by I just stopped by to say that was his um his handle. Uh, it's crazy. It's it, it's really shady that she broke up with you because you couldn't ice skate and you fell. That's a really fucking shady move. How does that equate to someone being a good husband or a good father in the future because he couldn't skate, right? So shady, a little bit vain. And then, but ironic and the beautiful part of your story, plot twist, is that your future wife was there. So cool stuff. Another person said this. He was more than three hours late and was texting me telling me that he was 20 minutes away for <laughs> for two of those hours. I would have left. That's one of my pet peeves. I, I don't want to keep cutting into these stories, but that is one of my pet peeves. Waiting, 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 waiting. I swear, if I even wait anything from like 10 plus minutes without any kind of communication or any some sort of, I don't know, message in the sky that you're either lost or running late, it is a turn off. So person was three hours late, even though they said that they were 20 minutes away. And that was for an entire two hours. As soon as he arrived, he tried to tell me to leave the part of the venue dive bar. I 
already paid in so that we could go where he wanted. He tried to start a fight with a friend I'd happened to run into and called my aunt who talked me who had talked me into going out with him in the first place a cock blocking bitch i just walked away from him after that last one and we never spoke again i waited so long because i liked the bands that they were playing i wouldn't have stayed if i was sitting around doing nothing he got there just before the last band finished but i had about enough of him but by then because he'd been telling me that he was on the train in some place for two hours we don't live out in the middle of nowhere and he could have easily gotten a bus or tram the rest of the way in that time if there was a problem with the train he never gave me a proper excuse but i didn't really care at that point see you you did yourself a favor by completely ending it and my advice to you is never take dating advice or go on blind dates set up by your aunt she obviously doesn't care about you someone else said they went on a blind date with a lady who wouldn't stop picking at her scabs that is disgusting she just made a pile out of them on the restaurant table i excused myself to use the restroom and when i came back my soap was there but the pile of scab wasn't no i didn't eat the soup that is disgusting guys for my uncut listeners we did just about three four stories crazy stories by the way i have not read any of these submissions it was given to me so i'm reacting to them as i read them so apologies for the the random tangents and side stories this is ridiculous let's take a quick break from my uncut listeners and for everybody who listens to us on bruno explains it all let's continue all right our next story is from a girl her name is amph girl I went out with a guy that my roommate set me up with a few years ago. This is why we don't do blind dates. First, he was vocally irritated that I wore heels because it made him less taller than me. No, he was still taller than me by a few inches, but just less taller. Dinner went alright, although we didn't have a lot in common. After dinner, we met back up with my roommate and her boyfriend, and we all went to a house party of their friends. I basically knew no one. At the party, my date, somewhat newly ex-girlfriend was there to summarize she called me a whore (laughs) spilled my drink on me threatened (laughs) oh my god a booger just came out my nose threatened to fight me told me she gave (laughs) told told me she gave him herpes left (laughs) came back an hour later looking for me hugged me grabbed my ass and apologized and told me i was hot so (laughs) i guess Oh my god. So I guess I guess it went pretty well by the end of the night. <laughs> I don't even know what advice to give that poor girl. <laughs> she got accused of oh, she got accused of giving the guy herpes. Listen, that is that <laughs> that is no joke, but I know I know how she feels. Yo, one time one of my exes, this is teenage years so this is over almost 20 years ago right almost um one of my exes um calls me and he tells me that i gave him um i don't know if it was crabs or chlamydia or herpes i i just know it was an std and i'm like what the fuck even this clinic called me and told me that you know i gave him herpes or whatever the case may be it must have been me because he was only dating me right so i go to this fucking clinic and i report myself like i'm some fucking criminal and i get tested and i'm negative so i girl i i know how it feels to be falsely accused of spreading an std but lord let's um yeah 
Long story short, um, I, I, I didn't have it. I never gave it to him. Somehow he was like the Virgin Mary. He just, you know, got it without having like, you know, sexual intercourse. So our next story, it's from a person called Norda Republic. Um, he or she says this. I went on a Tinder date with a guy who's now in my contacts as do not answer penis pick. Prior to the date, he seemed normal. We texted and talked on the phone and then arranged to meet at a restaurant. He was cute but definitely bitter about something. He was from California and apparently didn't like the new city we were in. He started talking about sex and blowjobs and complaining about how uptight everyone is here about sex. He invited the waitress to a party his company was throwing after sending back the french fries he ordered. I showed him a picture of my dog on my phone. He took out his phone and showed me a picture of his penis. We walked out of the restaurant together to get our cars from the valet. My car came first and I left. He texted me later that he had my sweater. Apparently, I dropped it on the way out. If I wanted to see again, I'd have to hang out with him. Rest in peace, sweater. <laughs> Go underscore so underscore loud wrote this. This is a post I share in a different thread. I went on a date with a girl from OkCupid. It was Latish around 9 p.m. She sent me a message out of the blue. We talked for a while and she went to meet up. She wanted to meet up with food. I hadn't had dinner yet, so I agreed. We were to meet up at a local diner. Her profile picture was reasonable. Not my typical type, but not awful. What showed up, however, was not great. She was about 5'2 and somewhere between 190 to 210 pounds. Re Re, re retoned. Oh Lord, is the best word that would have been fine if she wasn't toadish. I'm trying to be nice here. They would have been okay, but it wasn't just her. She bought. She brought her friend along, a 16-year-old. I was 22. She was 20. To Oh, this person doesn't know how to spell. To compound that, oh, to compound that, her friend had brought her toddler along. What the fuck? She's a 16-year-old with a toddler, and then she goes on a date with a 20-year-old. Wow. Oh, and her friend brought another friend. So here I am with three girls and a toddler that I don't know. All three of the girls have brought monster energy into the restaurant with them. We sat down at the table, and it just went downhill from there. Let me grab a sip. Oh, no. Something crawled into my drink. Get the fuck out. Ugh! Shit. Oh, I don't even want this anymore. Shit. Alright. Everything went downhill from there. Downhill from there. The toddler ran out of juice in her sippy cup, so the mom filled it with monster. Monster! She then let the toddler play with the sugar container, one of the shaker-style ones, big cylinder with a little flappy thing. She promptly poured sugar all over the table and started licking it. Meanwhile, all the girls are laughing at the toddler and having a great time. They're talking amongst each other and not even attempting to include me in the conversation. Of course they're having a good time because they're fucking teenagers with a fucking toddler. How else are they gonna act they're not gonna act like reasonable adults that are parents meanwhile they're all laughing having a conversation they don't include him but after about five minutes of them ignoring me they started talking about guys from high school long story short i ate half a chicken sandwich excuse myself apologized to the hostess waitress for the mess and the awful people left the 50 dollars and got the hell out 
Wow, that is crazy. I smell like coconuts went through this went on a date with a guy who seemed really cool he used to race bikes until he landed on his head after attempting a jump during the date he told everyone we were on a date literally everyone told me he wanted to kill his ex-roommates asked the waitress to make the date more romantic so she brought out of giant <laughs> ice cream sundae meant for two people to share he ate it all by himself and spilled ice cream all over himself he bragged about beating the world record for the jump on which he landed on his head um he kept asking me if i was a gold digger because he makes tons of money and needs to protect himself he demanded separate bills no big deal about that in parentheses she said which is a, a good thing ladies it's okay if you split the bill it is fucking 2023 you can split the fucking bill especially if you both cordially invite each other on a date you know but i am a little old-fashioned and most of my relationships and most most of my dates have been with the same sex men right so typically it's not even about the role the woman the man the more masculine the more feminine guy or whatever the case may be straight or gay i just feel like if i invite you on a date i am typically inviting you i am covering it you know i i i don't need you to give me anything but i don't drive right now so perhaps just get your ass over there i'll tell you to meet me somewhere and you know we we go out on a date <laughs> but it, it's usually on my dime okay let's continue with this date because it keeps going all of his credit cards were declined right after they split the bills he asked me if i didn't mind paying and he would get it next time not that there will be a next time ever he told everyone that the date went splendidly so he's telling like broad fucking strangers walking by hey we're on a date hey the day's going well and then he tells the waitress to make it more romantic when she brings that fucking sunday that he fucking inhales finally he gave me stickers to his welding company as a thank you for paying since his credit cards must have some kind of error again this is a rich guy mm -hmm. i'm gonna take a little break from wild date internet stories and open up and tell you one of my bad dates i went on a date with a guy this is has to be maybe late teens early 20s there i swear there it, it was a jungle out there dating um other men when i was younger right so i go on a date with this guy and we go to the movie theaters and we go see medea goes to jail right it's a comedy movie we all know that so we go on the date i pay for the tickets where online we we get um snacks i think it was popcorn and a drink before we even get to the movie into the theater he is flashing a bacardi bottle and telling me hey you know look we could spike the drink um that would be fine if this was like the second third fourth date but that just doesn't impress me let's whip out a drink we can easily go for drinks afterwards i just wouldn't personally whip out a bacardi bottle on the first date it's a little ghetto fabulous to me right he spikes the the drink uh i'm sipping i think now rum and coke and we're watching the movie and it's a funny movie and i think it was the scene where they're chasing her down to like arrest her and he leans over and whispers to me right and he says i'm hiv positive now i have nothing against 
I'm nothing, nothing, nothing against people who are HIV positive. I used to be an advocate for many, several youth programs. I went to Washington, D.C. to conventions and for the, the LGBT community. You know, I've done a lot of work for the community when I was a lot younger. And I, I, I don't, that whole stigma of someone who is positive cannot sustain a healthy life, uh, a healthy sex life with partners who are not it it doesn't really there's no racism or stereotypes on this end so it didn't bother me that the young man was sick i just thought it was fucking weird i and please feel free to write in and say whether i'm being an asshole and it's like am i the asshole you it's just that's a very sensitive topic and you tell me in the middle of a comedy movie in a movie theater we could have talked about that i don't know on the walk home or you know sitting down having dinner not in the middle of a comedy movie like how am i supposed to respond to that i guess the alcohol had gotten to him and he felt he was in a very honest mood so it just blurted out I just thought it was weird, but that's not the end of it. So he tells me that I received information. I, you know, accept it, continue the date. We go out, we call a cab. So now we're standing in front of the movie theaters in the Bronx. So there's several cabs pulling up in the Bronx. There's like certain there's like famous local um, cab services. So there's like Kiss and Prestige and Laconia. So I think we we had called a specific base. So we see that that car pulls up in the front and these two women try to get in the car. I'm telling you, this dude became ghetto fabulous. He jumped in front of the car. He pounded on the hood. He said, this is my fucking cab. I called it. It was just, oh my God, it was mortifying because I I am not the confrontational person. Um, You really got to push me into like a corner. Like you really, 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 really got to be a fucking dickhead or a really just a, a true asshole to really get me upset like that. That was literally the end for me. It wasn't the whipping out the bottle. It wasn't you telling me about your illness in the middle of a movie, a Medea movie. It, it was just how from zero to a hundred within seconds, I said, oh, I have everything I need to not continue this friendship or relationship because I didn't even want to be friends with him. That was my wild story. I swear. I think I have a couple of other ones. We're going to take a quick break for everybody who listens to us on Uncut. Enjoy this next song. All right. We are back and I'm going to continue with some other wild same sex stories. If gay dating makes you queasy, please tune away and never come back because this is a show for everybody. I talk about everything and I'm telling you, gay guys and gay girls and everyone in between they go through some funny fucked up shit just as you straight brothers and sisters so let's go on let's start with charlie francis 810 he says this i went on a first date with this really cute guy i was a freshman in undergrad and he was a junior and he invited me to his place for some homemade pesto and spaghetti good old pesto and spaghetti the date was going so well and i was really vibing with him until i found out that i was allergic to pine nuts which were in the pesto I went into anaphylactic shock. I was rushed to the hospital. My mom had to drive down and I spent the night in the ER. The police even got involved in 
interview me to see if there was any possibility of malice on the side of my date. I did not get a second date. And the worst part is that the pesto was stupid good. Oh, I feel so bad for Charlie. It was like you ever saw the movie Hitch or Hutch or it, I think it was Hitch with Will Smith and um, what's her name? I think it's Eva, not Eva Langoria. The one that's married to this act. Can't remember her name right now. But she, he eats something and his face balloons up. Um, Addison says this. I was 18 years old and working at a call center. I had just gotten a promotion to supervisor in another department. Before my shift, I was outside in the smoking area and saw a guy who to me seemed obviously gay. I wasn't out yet but, but worked up the courage to talk with him. We hit it off and planned our first day. Then we finished our cigarettes and went back to work another supervisor said she needed a witness to write up an employee for attendance issues per company policy i waited in the office and she came back in with the hottie i was flirting with outside i sat there trying to look serious while she wrote him up long story short we laughed about it afterwards and had a lot of fun for the next few months not such a bad day we've only again i haven't read them so if they're not horrible dates my apologies um the next one is from Aaliyah bain 2001 i've only ever been on one date in my entire life and it was before i realized and accepted that i am queer i had just finished high school and had been talking to the guy i went to prom with who was my parents friend's son he asked me if i wanted to go out to lunch and i accepted throughout the entire date he kept asking me if i like girls and every time i said no he kept asking if i was sure now that i think back on it i'm starting to think that my first date was never really a date to begin with how did he know that I liked girls before I did? It was really strange. Miss Aaliyah, I believe your parents thought you were gay, talked to their friends friends about it, and then got their son to ask you out so that he can probe you and get answers. You should take this information, go back to your parents, and ask if this was an accurate guess. All right, a 20, uh, there's no name. There's just uh, coming from a 21-year-old. A group of friends thought that they would be a good match, even though I had said that I wasn't interested in a relationship with anyone at the time. They ignored me and told her where I worked and what times I would be there. And she showed up at my job in the middle of my shift and asked if we could go out for my lunch break. Because I'm a people pleaser, I said, sure. First of all, she showed up at your job without even knowing you and asked you if you can go out on your lunch break. It would have been an absolute absolutely no i would have told them i already took my lunch that is a bit stalkerish that is something that you see in one of the scream films right it was um it was terrible it was an hour of her talking about all of the things that we could do at her house and why she thought we were compatible even though we just met after i went back to work she texted me she texted my friends and told them that she was in love with me after an hour together i ended up ghosting her good girl innocent need went through this we just started dating and thought it'd be fun to go camping it was the first time for both of us we drove out to high elevation remote lake in october to hike and enjoy the fire things we forgot hiking boots warm clothes stove and a fire starter we couldn't go anywhere because we had no boots and we froze that night because we had no warm clothes also a damn squirrel jumped into our tent and would not leave after a sleepless night we spent 90 minutes trying to brew a decent cup of coffee over a crappy fire it was an experience but we had a lot of laughs despite the total fails they still said they loved me for the first time that night we're married now and much better at camping that was 
That was really nice. We are back with our final story. It's a grinder story. So, so guys, let Uncle Bruno explain. Once upon a time, an app was created, and it was called Grinder. It still exists. So, pretty much, Grinder is a telephone app. It's an app for telephones where you can meet local gay men and or transgender non-binary people right so people use it mostly for hooking up right i have not used that app in years but it existed when while we were still single to be honest i think oh wow to be honest i believe the initial conversation i had with my husband was on grinder yeah but we didn't meet right away we exchanged numbers and we texted and chatted for for weeks until we set up a date yeah wow oh my god thank god i didn't experience what this person says so i shared my picture after looking at his cute innocent face in the dp what is the dp display profile does whatever dp he replied immediately. I never usually get a reply from cute guys, so I really got excited and asked him to meet me at my place and share my location. Really? So you that this is not a date. This is a bad hookup. One hour later, he asked me to share a few more pics and asked me the details about neighbors and where I work, etc. By the way, he mentioned all of these for his safety reasons. Then around half an hour later, he came to my room. We had a quick sex. He washed up quickly and asked me for 3000 RS. What is RS? Uh, whatever. I'm guessing money. I was quite surprised and I thought he was joking. Then he showed me his profile that he has updated as commercial. I said it is not acceptable. At least you should have mentioned earlier. Then he started clapping his hands loudly and loudly and abusing me loudly so that all the neighbors can hear me. I begged him to leave me and when I looked at my wallet he already took all my money that is left. He didn't stop there. He went outside yelling you bitches need sex but you can't pay money. Oh my god. My neighbor, he's also working in my same company, came to ask what's happening. This retard showed all my pigs and conversation in Grinder to him. He immediately went to his room and locked his door. Then I ran to ATM, took $3,000 and gave it to him. Till that time, he was calling to all his transgender friends and joking about me. My house owner and neighbor family, everyone was watching the whole scene as I was running helplessly. I thought of dying the same day, but the next morning, I moved to a... PG which is five kilometers away from where I was staying earlier uh, I, I, he must be in a different country I paid my room rent for two months and vacated even though I had already paid a three months in advance I'm looking for a job in a different location now I can't stay with this company anymore sometimes when I look at my colleague who used to be my neighbor I really cry for help inside I really really do not deserve this why has this happened to me wow who gave me this story Please never share your pics in Grinder. And before ed inviting anyone to your place, please be aware. I've never written any answers in Cura. Cura, I've written this because I don't want even for my enemies to face this situation. This was so most of the stories, guys, was from Reddit and Cura and like Google experiences, right? You guys research that? Yeah, from Google and stuff. And then personal stories that people um had shared with us. I feel so bad with for that last guy. That was not cool. Um he didn't deserve to be, you know, scammed out of 
not scammed, embezzled, embezzled out of $3,000. Um, guys, I want to thank you all for tuning in today. Um, I hope you had a great time listening to these wild stories and you are aware of who you're going on a date with. Yeah. Do your homework before and never, 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 never go on a blind date unless you really, unless it's a really good friend that's setting you up. Don't listen to your aunts. Do not listen to friends at work. Yeah, just stick to yourself. I don't blame people now who don't date. All right, this is it for this episode. I am Bruno. Thank you all. Bye.